Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It? Podcast. I'm your host GB. Today's guest is an Impact Wrestling star, a member of Violent by Design, two-time Impact World Tag Team Champion, formerly known as Cody Dina. Please give up for Dina. Hey Dean, stay mate, you are good? Hey, I'm great, uh, GB. How's it going? I'm, I'm happy to be here. No, I'm good mate, I'm good. Uh, very excited to speak to you. And uh, yeah, to have the opportunity to have a little chat about you and your career in Impact. Um, before I chat to you about Violent by Design and your amazing transformation over the last year or two, I want to go back to the beginning of your Impact career, the first one, where you partner up with ODB, so causing mm -hmm. havoc in your first run. Um, I want to know, how did you get your uh, door first in Impact and how was ODB? Uh, ODB was awesome. She is like... Uh, <laughs> I guess the best way to describe her is she is just as wild and crazy <laughs> off, off camera as yeah. she is on camera. And I'll do a plug for for my for my gal ODB. She's got a book out. She just she just recently wrote a book. She's got a biography out, and she's pumping it and selling it on her social media right now. So go check out uh, all of ODB's social media stuff. She's got a book out right now, and I'm sure she mentions me uh, once or twice in there. <laughs> I, she won her first Impact Knockouts uh, title by wrestling me. So mm. I, I, I know I'm in there somewhere. I'm not sure if she says good <laughs> things about me, though. So maybe I shouldn't be pushing people to her book. But it's like, uh, wait till you read I, it afterwards. Just, You're like, yeah, yeah I don't guess, read I guess. the damn thing. So maybe I should say this to ODB. ODB, send me the book. I'll read it. And then if I approve... Then I will I will push people to your social media. But I heard she's got back, a book. I'm and sure then it's if awesome. If she speaks high of you, then awesome. If not, then there you go, GB. Let's do that. <laughs> so just edit this, GB. We'll get her to just send this to her, and then if it's good, then we'll let the world hear hear what I just said. Awesome. awesome. Just love the pairing. Like, how did that come by? Like, oh, sorry, I've got to ask, Lordy. How did yeah. you actually sort of end up in Impact uh, to begin? Oh with? man, it's it's a really long story, but um, we don't have time to get into all the intricate details. It's yeah, a really yeah. cool story. But the main thing is, I was trying to get noticed by TNA Wrestling for years. Um, I was going to visit a very good friend of mine. Eric Young, who was wrestling in we'll TNA, and I would go. Minute, yep. There you go, exactly. <laughs> and I, was, I would visit. I would visit him every summer, and um, just try to get noticed by the company. Just hang out backstage, talk to people. You know, send them my 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 tapes and um, my matches and interviews, and just trying to get noticed. Yeah. And eventually, I was able to catch the eye of Jeff Jarrett and Dutch Mantel and Vince Russo and the people in charge, and they saw something in me. Finally, mm -hmm. after all that, me, you know, banging knocking, on that door, yep. knocking Taking on that door. They, yep, they, they, they finally answered the door, and they gave me a shot, and my shot was to get to be an on-screen companion of ODBs. Yeah, and, a lot uh, of TV Start, 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 start to run wild. It worked. It did. It was awesome. It was a very cool opportunity, and one that I'll never forget, and I'll always be grateful for. No, nah, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. Um, when you did come back um, last few years, 2018-19, uh, where you formed the tag team, the Dinas, along with your cousin, mm. Um, how did it feel come back to Impact? What are some of the main differences that you noticed in the first one and when you came back? Well, one of the main difference, main differences just for myself was I got to wrestle more. Mm -hmm. uh, my first run with TNA, I, I was doing mainly comedic you know, in-ring stuff. I was doing a lot of backstage stuff. I was able to show my personality, which I loved. Mm -hmm. And then with uh, with Jake, we got to get in there and mix it up and and get in the ring. And I could start to show some of the, more of my ability in the ring rather than just the, 
some of the funny charismatic stuff I could do outside of the ring. We still got to do yeah. a lot of really fun stuff with the Deaners. We did stuff um, on, uh, on the Deaner estate. Yeah. Um, we, we did some really cool stuff. Um, with Raj Singh and Rohit Raju and um, some really cool stuff there on the Diener farm, which was really fun to do. But I think the the main difference was for me coming back um, the last number of years was starting to get to show the world what I could really do uh, in the ring. Mm. Someone that you have just mentioned, and I think you can relate to because you've known him for quite a while, Eric Young. I actually had mm -hmm. the interview him in person in London um, a few mm. months ago. He mentioned yep. you, very complimentary. So, reason why I want to mention him is Violent by Design. Working closely with him, uh, mm -hmm. what have you learned like over the years, not just within the last period or so, but as you said, you've known him for quite a while. I want to hear from you because obviously he spoke really high of you. So, I want to hear about your experiences. Yeah, I've known Eric Young since my very first day of wrestling school. My very oh, wow. first day of wrestling school, he was there and he was help. He was doing some guest training. So I have known him literally since day one. Oh, yeah. And we, yeah, we rode the the roads together on the indie circuit. Both of us at a, at a time when we were young and just trying mm. to get noticed by the big companies like Impact Wrestling, we were we trying to break through, and we were doing that together on the, on the road. Mm -hmm. And while he was finally able to break through and get on television and grow his brand, I was still struggling on the independent scene and still, you know, knocking on doors. And the main thing that I learned from him, which was so important in this recent transition with Violent by Design, is how to change people's perspective about you. Yeah. What do you have to do? He is someone that I've known for over 20 years that he could be a main event world champion. But the world didn't perceive him that way many years ago. But yeah. he was able to get that perspective change on him and people started to view him in a different light. Mm -hmm. And now he is a multi-time world champion and is viewed in that light and will always be viewed in that light from this point forward. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be able to change the perspective that people had on me, both pe people in management, other wrestlers, but really most importantly, the fans. Yeah. And from taking his lead and learning from his example, I've been able to do that, I think, and get people's views and perspectives on me to change. So I'm not just that crazy dude that uh, did some funny <laughs> stuff with ODB a number of yeah. years ago. Like you said, I'm a, I'm a two-time yeah. um, Impact you've World Tag Team Champion. You've seen that over the few years, like yes. the hair and your style and just how you look overall. And with yes. by design, I want to know how was it sort of pitched to you about joining the group? I know you said like you well, had a relationship, but yeah, I want to know about yeah. Doran as well. Yeah, it my name came up very early on in the formation of the of the group before before the name of the group. It was just an idea to get put together. Mm -hmm. And my name got thrown out there, but then it, it got immediately um shut down at first, not oh, yeah. because I wasn't I wasn't the right fit. It was because everybody in that conversation thought that I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it. Um, I, I had spent so many years building my brand as Cody Diener, yeah. um, the, the lovable redneck, and I was doing very well in the independent scene and doing, selling a lot of merchandise, and I was, I was doing really well for myself being branded that way and they assumed that i wouldn't want to to change course. i was pretty shocked to find out like you're actually like canadian and stuff like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah so there you like, go oh, right. right yeah man so so but it, it I, showed I, how good you, know, you were by the way <laughs> yeah so i uh i when i got wind that my name had come up yeah uh, I, I started to think about it i go no wait a minute this is this is exactly what i want to do this is what i need to do i started to get excited about it 
about this opportunity. So then I came back to them and said, no, put my name back on that table. Mm-hmm. And I started to talk and then I got involved in the creative process. And then I was along with Eric Young and Joe Doran. We came up with the name ourselves. Mm-hmm. Every, the, the, the aesthetic, every, everything about the group mm-hmm. was all, all done mm-hmm. by us. It's like the entrance, the logo, like the flag. Everything. It's so unique. I love it. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And that's, that's a collaborative effort. That's not something mm-hmm. I can take credit for or Eric Young or Joe Doran, like, or the, the producers or the creative team. It's everybody really worked together to, to make Violent by Design a super successful, stable, and impact wrestling. I'm very proud of the work that we've all been able to do together, for sure. It's definitely. I just I love your work as a stable. Joe Doran, I want to speak to you about. I know he's battling cancer mm-hmm. at the moment, wrestling well, supporting yeah. him. Um, yes. I just want to know, what was your first impression of him? And sort of, do you have any funny stories um, sort of, you know, on the road of him or in the ring? Uh, my first impression of him was an early impression of uh, of him is similar to what a lot of fans had an impression of him i was scared to freaking death of joe <laughs> doring yeah. uh he one a, a funny story is actually when i heard he was coming to impact wrestling i had some questions about whether it was going to work out especially if i was, if I was going to be able to work with this guy yeah. because i wrestled i wrestled him over a decade ago and he beat the living crap out of me. And uh, I was like, I don't know if being in a group with this guy is, 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 is going to work. Uh, but then I, but then you give it a second thought and go, wait a minute. No, no, he's on my team. Yeah. What he did to me, he's going to do to other people. And then I was like, okay, no, wait a minute. Yeah, this I, can, be, I can get on this. Yeah. I can get behind that. And so I've been able to get behind that full force. And to be able to stand on the apron and watch him beat the living tar out of other dudes yeah. has been a very satisfying experience. So I can't <laughs> I can't wait for Joe to beat the crap out of cancer again, defeat yeah. it, and come back and start smashing dudes again. Because it's, yeah. it's he, he's quick. I mean, it's a spoiler. Quick, it's going to happen. He, he, yep, he quickly became one of my – he's one of my favorite performers, one yeah. of my favorite professional wrestlers. And I'm biased, obviously. He's a buddy of mine. He's a, he's a teammate of mine. But – he is unique. There is nobody mm. else in professional wrestling that moves and and wrestles mm. like Joe Doran. Well, he's, he's, well. he, he's, he's one of a kind. He is his own dude. Mm. He moves at his own pace, and he, he's, he's super unique. He's a throwback to some, some monster heels of old. You don't see guys like Joe Doring anymore. Yeah. Um, he's a real man's man, and I can't wait to see him back in the ring. No, awesome, man. I think we, as a wrestling you know, community, we all want to see him back, and we will. Um, just because it's around the corner, Bound for Glory. Yes. Impact Wrestling's biggest show of the year. I want to ask you about some of your favorite memories or moments in terms of the, you know, the pay-per-view itself as a franchise. Well, I think my, hmm, just in general, Mm -hmm. I would like to start by saying my, my, that Bound for Glory is our biggest event of the year. Mm -hmm. And Impact Wrestling always decides to go big or go home. And we go big with all of our pay-per-views i think impact wrestling has the best pay-per-views in professional wrestling bar none mm-hmm. and when bound for glory comes around we really go all out and, and mm. go big so you're going to see some some pretty awesome stuff if you go to fight tv and you order bound for glory you are going you're in for a treat if you've never watched an impact wrestling pay-per-view you definitely want to order bound for glory but i think some of the coolest moments that have happened in the last few years have surrounded a match that is a a newer concept Mm -hmm. and a really interesting one and that's the call your shot gauntlet Mm. um happening again what's that yeah the 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 storylines and the creative things that 
um, and possibilities that surround that match are really mm. endless. And some really cool things in Impact Wrestling have spawned from that one match. Mm -hmm. One of those being the fact that Rhino um, had the Call Your Shot trophy. He joined VBD, and we used that Call Your Shot gauntlet to call our shot as a team, and we became the Impact World Tag Team Champions in Violent yeah. by Design because of that Call Your Shot gauntlet. So there's so many cool surprises in that match. You never know who's going to show up. I don't know who's all going to be in it. The fans don't. It's always a surprise on the night of, so you get yeah. surprises of who, who's actually in it. And it could be so always... lost. It could be, you know, it could be anyone. Exactly. And then there's always a... yeah. Yes, and then it's a guaranteed surprise of how is this person that win? How are they, how are they going to call their shot? Yeah. What, what are they going to call you a shot? Know. What title are they going to call the shot on? It's all of these cool questions that you don't get an answer to. It leads to a surprise inevitably. Mm -hmm. And that's a really cool thing. When there's a surprise in, in impact wrestling or wrestling in general, you know, that's, that's some special ground because there's not enough surprises in this world anymore. So you're yeah. going to definitely get some surprises at Bound for Glory. Twitter's not great for that. I mean, I know that you had a moment with like Rhino and, <laughs> you know, Heath, but, you know, we won't talk about that because, you know, it wasn't your night. But it was cool to be in Bound for Glory, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll just forget about that right right now, Jimmy. Yeah, Let's just erase yeah, that yeah, match. Man. Erase it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I know you're a badass in the ring, but you do have a heart of gold. Uh, one thing I think that stands out, um, a lot of fans, if they do follow you, is your charity work, which is really cool. And, you know, working in communities and, you know, just like, if you could just talk to me about that quickly as we're wrapping this up, just, um, you know, what, what sort yeah. of inspired you to want to do that and help out? Yeah, I uh, appreciate that question, GB. Thanks for giving me the chance to talk about that. I've been, yeah, of course. I, um, I guess just a number of years ago, I just really started to notice that um, I had influence on wrestling fans, particularly mm -hmm. young wrestling fans that really looked up to me and you know were following me and, and were drawn to me and loved what I was doing in, in the ring. I decided I wanted to try to use that that influence in a positive way and. I started to develop relationships and friendships with these young kids I was meeting at shows yeah. and together I wanted to work with them to show them that they could be a positive influence in the world as well. And that you don't have to be in the big time to make a big difference in the world. Um, so I started to partner with these young kids and we started to raise money for different children's charities and year to date, together with young wrestling fans, we've been able to raise over $18,000 for different children's charities. I'm very proud of that, that I've That's got awesome, to do man. that. Um, not, this isn't me. This is wrestling fans and their yeah. generosity. And then um, the kids that I'm working with, we're raising money for awesome, amazing causes. Yeah. One of them being like the Rumball Camp for the Deaf. It's a summer camp um, where deaf children go in the summer to have a one-of-a-kind experience. Mm -hmm. From the money that I've been able to raise with these other kids, we have been able to subsidize kids that wouldn't be able to afford to go to that camp. Now they can go to that camp because yep. of the money that we've been able to raise. Uh, the Lansdowne Children's Center is another one I've done some work with that um, they have a program where they help children with autism get involved in community programs and sports. So kids that would never be able to get to experience that before now get to experience that through the fundraising we've done with, with, with Giver for Charity and the programs that we're, we're, we're helping build up financially. So it's just something that's a, a huge passion of mine. And I just believe that if, if we all have the power of 
of influence. We can just decide whether or not we want to be a negative influence to people or a positive one. Mm -hmm. And outside the ring, I definitely see that I can be a positive influence on, on kids and people in the community. So I try to use that in a positive way. And one of the ways I've done that over the last number of years is through Giver for Charity and working with different children's charities in my community. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. It's, it's nice to have some positivity in wrestling. I know sometimes it's going to be quite toxic, but to end it on that positive note, mate, not just yeah, man. the listeners, but me, me smile as well. But I want to thank you for your time because I know your time is very limited. So I do have to wrap this up. Hopefully I can get you on another yeah. time. Um, but I'm buzzing for next week. Bound for Glory. Yes. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. That's um, how to end it on a positive note. You bring up Bound for Glory again. You tell people. <laughs> they, go, they, they go to Fight TV, another amazing organization. You go to yep. Fight TV. You click on buy in that. And then you are definitely going to be in for a positive treat by watching Bound for Glory. You're going to you're gonna get some surprises. You're going to have smiles on people's faces. You never know what's going to happen. I don't even know what's going to happen. It's going to be a wild, wild show. So, GB, you got to watch it. Oh well, I am. I am. There. It's 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 going to be crazy. I'm in next so definitely, that that's the positive it. note that we end on is we hype that show and tell people to go watch it because you're in mm. for the best pay per view in wrestling. Um, um, that's right. Impact Wrestling, and that's Bound for Glory. That's it, mate. That's it for the listeners out there. If you can like this video, subscribe to the channel, and continue to support what I put out as well, but also support Impact Wrestling and Dina and his charity if you can as well. Squeeze some extra bucks for him, but it is for a good cause. That would be great. But for now, everyone, I hope you all have a great week. Hello there. I've got a special announcement for my next guest. I'm Aidan White, the PT of professional wrestling, and I will be appearing on the What Do You Call It podcast. Yeah, I heard. <laughs>